On this week's episode of Bungalow and the Bus, we talk about Four Roots Farm. We also talk about tater tots at Fuel. And a new Italian deli in the Milk District. Welcome to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the Bus, John Busdecker. And this is Brendan O'Connor from Bungalower.com, your source for hyper-local news. And we are hanging out on a patio. We are. I, I love hanging out on a patio. Me too. Patty house. <laughs> We're hanging out at Market on South in the Milk District. That's right. We got the beautiful 408 right next to us. We have police cars whizzing by <laughs> motorcycles going down south street vegetarians falling asleep at the tables all of those things because they get it because they're hungry yeah you get it and they don't have i mean i love their food here energy. i do too it's good stuff i love it actually the uh one of the owners uh, of dixie dharma or market on south it's a little market confusing sometimes there's a couple because it's like a food hall right yeah so yeah uh celine de Voisin, she's uh canadian she's part of the canadian mafia here ah. like me uh-huh. Secret, secretly runs the city. Yeah. I'm lucky that I'm in two different mafias. I'm in the gay mafia and the Canadian <laughs> I'm mafia. I'm in no mafias. No? Yeah, no. you are. No. The white man mafia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Straight white dudes running the That's world. That's we rule everything. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> Beyonce, Beyonce song, hashtag. <laughs> yeah, uh, here we- on Bungalow or the Bus, we talk about all the top headlines for Orlando's downtown bungalow neighborhoods. That goes from Winter Park in the north. To Soto, Michigan, Washington, Michigan, in the you're south. Just naming states now. <laughs> <laughs> That's where you're from. I got it. That's sign. right. That's right. Michigan. Uh, Paramore and Rock Lake and College Park to the west and Baldwin Park to the east. That's right. And uh, if you can, you can read everything on bungalower.com. And if you've missed any of our episodes, you can get them on Google Play or iTunes or wherever you get your favorite yeah. podcast. If you can't read, I'll read it to you. That's right. And if you've missed them, go back and start at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Let's There's only seventy the some odd episodes. Beginning. I gotta thank Scotty Campbell for uh, filling in as host last week. Man, he's only like he's two steps away from popping your tires, so you can't get here on time. That's he'd, fine. he'd love to co-host. That's fine. If I die, Scotty, you can take over. <laughs> Don't say that. Yeah, that, you, you've heard it here first. He loves doing it. No, it was a good conversation. We talked with uh, George Wallace. The executive director of the GLBT or LGBTQ plus his uh, community center. Yeah, even you're messing it up. Well, it changes every year. Yeah. You know? Well, you gotta you gotta keep it fresh, right? Keep it fresh. So those, that alphabet soup yeah. changes changes order every once in a while. And uh, push comes to shove, I learned a little bit. Good. So I've been a little bit harsh towards yeah, you them have. in the past. You always kind of crap on them. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. I didn't understand what they did. That was so such a big deal. Yes. Right? Now and you do. I, and I was speaking, I guess, from a place of privilege because me growing up, even though I was gay, there was a center in my hometown, but I didn't go to it. Like, I wouldn't have been caught dead going there uh-huh. because uh, I didn't want to be labeled, you know, other. Yeah. I didn't want to be anyone seeing me come and out. Not everybody there. has the same privileges as you did right. maybe growing up. Sometimes you can't hide. And I, yeah. You know, and I could I could pass a little bit, you know. Pass for what? <laughs> straight, <laughs> okay. Straight from a distance. I guess. Know? If you didn't see me riding my bike <laughs> oh, or, that's or right. walking. Yeah, or talking. Or, or breathing. Yeah. If you just saw me sitting there from a distance, he's like, that's, <laughs> a, that's a straight dude. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> but not everybody's so blessed. I'm glad, I'm glad you got a chance to go over there and chat with them and all that. I did. I learned a lot. Good. I learned a lot. Good, good, good. So what is happening this week, Brendan? 
a few things. We, uh, I guess the biggest story, I finally got a hold of John Rivers. Ah. From Four Rivers Smokehouse. He's a busy man. He's opening restaurants all over the south. He is, and he's also opening a, a 40-acre farm. I'm, I'm excited. It's around the corner from my house. Yeah, it's uh, in the packing district. So they're yeah. calling it Four Roots Farm. This is going to be on like Princeton between John Young and Orange Blossom Trail. Right now, it's just a big woods. It, it, it really is. It's a cypress dome. Yeah. And so they're looking. This is part of the 200-acre parcel that's going to be the packing district. And they've allotted 40 acres for a farm, demonstrations, education, programming. Uh, and he broke it down for me because he hasn't wanted to for a while. They're, they're still in their due diligence period. They're making sure they can even farm there because uh, it's a wetland. Uh-huh. And yeah. when you, if you look at it, it's actually like the drainage basin for Western College Oh, Park. yeah. <laughs> oh, so yeah. who knows what's in that soil. Uh, but they're looking at all that. So he couldn't even confirm. He couldn't confirm that it was going to pass, but he, it sounded like he was good to and go. And we should mention John Rivers owns Four Rivers. Four Rivers the Barbecue. I said that in the beginning. We said Four Rivers oh, Smokehouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We didn't say own, but you're right. Well, but what if you don't even know what a smoke, the Smokehouse is? It's uh, a barbecue restaurant. One of the biggest locally based True. barbecue chains yes. around. And he... And he's he's actually big in like the Summit Church yeah. community, and so he's got like an army of people who are just raring to go and support him. Yeah, yeah. So did he say he's going to grow at this place if he does if he does grow stuff? Everything, everything, everything. And, okay. And they're actually going to put in a processing center, uh, which this is huge because there's a lot of local farmers that can't afford a processing center, so they ship their stuff somewhere else and it gets processed and. You know, like, is, and that is, means like sorted and canned and whatever. Is he supposed to be? Is he planning on growing this for his restaurant or some of it, but not really? This uh. is really for the benefit of the farmers. It's like a co-op. Um, there is going to be, there is some. He said, if there is any left over, then of course he can use it. And I think he has seventy different restaurants. I think him? that's what he's. Oh. It's a lot. He doesn't have that many. I can't remember. It's a lot. No, him, him, his oh. smokehouse. The chain is a lot. I can't okay. remember how many, but yeah, like you 15. can go to bungalore.com and check it out. Yeah. We have the exact number there. Did he, did he say anything about the the Habitat Restore that they're going to possibly turn into a food hall or not? Does he, he have anything to do with he's that? Not re- no. Okay. He's more focused on the campus, which is going to be on the other side of the street where the wetland is currently. And, like, aren't they putting a whole park there with the tennis courts? Because yes. the tennis center is That'll be to next to his there. farm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. And then that food hall part is something else entirely. That's going to be beautiful. Uh, and he actually somehow uh, East End Market's John Reif, beautiful man, is, <laughs> is uh, involved somehow with with this as well. I believe he's the new executive director of Four Roots Farm. Ah, mm-hmm. nice. Or that's what it was a couple months ago, but he couldn't confirm it for this report. Any any indication on when this might actually start growing stuff or get off the ground? No, no, no. This is all 2021 is, is really when everything's right. going so to come to So will it, so do you think it'll open before or after I-4 is done? I think same time. No, okay. <laughs> same, same, same window of time. I think there's going to be like just um, 2020. There's a lot happening in 2021. I okay. want to say there's like high rises that are supposed to be done around then. Uh, I-4 ultimate, the Sunrail extension to, uh-huh. down, you know, to, uh, Tupperware, everything. All, well, I guess that's going to happen even sooner. But there's yeah. uh, or the extension to the airport, potentially uh, Brightline could be done by then too, which would be which awesome. High speed rail to Miami. Miami. Yeah, I, I'll do all those things. Uh huh. Like that the, sounds great. That's a New Orlando. 
totally. Oh, totally. I agree. Yeah. Hopefully I can still afford to live here. I think so. Well, <laughs> maybe not where you're at right now. We, we actually haven't done a rental roundup for a long time. We used to do, we've do, I tried to do that at least twice a month. I haven't done any this month uh, of places that you can rent for under $1,500. And I promise I will do it because people really have started to depend on that. I'm sure. Right? I'm sure. Yeah. I don't know what. And every time I look at those sites, like there's not Zillow, a lot of places, less and less every month, man. Uh-huh. And they go quick. And generally, even though I've written about it, that it'll be snatched up if you don't get there quick. Yeah, yeah. If you if you sit on that and you don't contact that landlord before the end of the week, oh, you got It's been up for it. a week. Yeah, totally. you've lost that house. And if you haven't lost that house, you don't want to live there. I'm excited for all the packing district stuff. I can't wait till it opens. No, it's going to be good. Uh, our July issue of our zine just got out. Cool. Finally. It took a little bit longer. Well, it's, it's still July. Holler at a printer. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> got out last week, early last week. So like mid-month, we Pick tried to get up. it out the first. Pick it up if you want. Uh, it's got hot events. There's still a couple that are uh, that are left that you can hit before the end of the month. Short stories. Awesome. Great, great issue. We have a next month is going to be our year long. Oh, wow. We've been doing it for a year. Cool. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I love it. We've got, we've got past the year mark with our podcast, with our radio show. We've got past. And now we're going to hit a, hit a year for this. Milestones. Good. Yeah. What's happening? <laughs> I uh, want to know what's happening. I what's don't happening? care what's, what's over. <laughs> oh, well, this is over. Bart. <laughs> what? Bart is oh, over. Oh, yeah, know. it is. Shout out to... Uh, Chris. Chris and Adrian Brown. Yeah. So Bart is an awesome bar in the Mills 50 uh, arcade bar. Probably one of the first arcade bars in Orlando when it first opened back in 2012. It's in sort of a shopping plaza if you've never been. We, you know, besides like the Church Street one, but this is like. No, that Bart opened before Joysticks did. Oh, no. I mean like. Like Rosie's. And oh, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah, yeah. The arcade. This was like the cool, like, arcade bar. Yeah, anyway. Cool, like, vintage. Yeah. Because they own. Games. So Chris owns a bunch of old games and stuff. And so they opened this small bar back in 2012, put in a bunch of old video games. And it's just a cool place. Like, old track and field and Pac Man and everything. Craft beer. Craft beer. Same thing. Probably Tiny one little the, pocket yeah. bar, you know. And, and and I think it was kind of an innovative thing when it first started. And I think Chris mentioned this in the story when you talked to him. Like, just all this stuff has come up around him. So yeah. I don't know if that's sort of hurt, it, yeah, hurt him or help him. Yeah, they talking about how the their clientele has changed completely because when they opened they were serving people who lived there yeah right who would just walk over have a beer play a game walk home yeah uh which has changed and he said that everybody's competing for the those same customers who can just walk over and get a drink yeah but he's now he's up against when he opened it was like wally's will's pub peacock room you know mills 50 and mills 50 yeah and now it's you know pig floyd's quantum leap all the uh, bars, yeah. All the bars. Like, you can't spit and not hit and a And if you want to play video games, you can go to Joystick. You can go to Player One out in uh, out near Disney. Right. There's, like, all kinds of places. And so... Geeky, you know, like, all, all that those places. Stuff. So, so, yeah, the, cha- the environment has changed. So he, and his post was making it... He said he was, I think in quotes, he said he was hitting the pause button. Uh-huh, which is a video game reference. Right. Hilarious. <laughs> Hitting the pause button, they they'd sit on the brand a little bit and and come back to it later. Uh, that they're not. I don't. You know who knows if they're so? going to come back. He's he's keeping all the equipment. Well, he has. So I will say this: when when I was on Wesh, I they do like the free the Florida 
play or whatever. It's, it's like the big game convention. Yeah, three-day convention every it's year. It's like Florida Free Play. I, I miss, I'm messing it up, mm. and I'm going to get an email about free it. Free Play Florida. Yeah. So they help out with that a lot. He's on the board. And he brings games out there. And so when I was at Wesh, uh, he came in and brought, like, an arcade game and, like, did the whole thing and, like, brought it to the station. It was great. Right. So, I mean, he owns a lot of stuff and has warehouses. And, I mean, he's he, a cool he's guy. He's starting this new business with some friends where they, like, restore, I guess they call them cabinets. Yeah. Game cabinets yeah. on those old vintage. Like, the game will still be working, but sometimes the... The shell around it is not so great. Or it great. looks dumpy or whatever. Yeah, so they'll yeah. replace it. They have graphics people. They make it look just like it used to look. And you know uh, Chris is Doug's brother, Doug Brown, Doug who runs Factor, Factor, who did run Factor. Which Factor is also going through some changes. Yeah. I actually had a meeting with Chris, a drinking meeting, because you can always meet those brothers at Hideaway. Oh, yeah. And so and I, he said he would meet me at Hideaway, and I was like, good. Then I need, I need to talk to your brother anyway. I'm sure he'll show up. <laughs> and sure enough, halfway through... Doug Brown, who owns Factor, came over. Uh, they're in the process of transitioning ownership with that uh, tool sharing space there on Virginia Drive. He papers have been signed, but they're still it's still in motion. It's what they're going to do with it. So, so is anything going to go where Bart was, or uh, not that I know of? Okay. They were trying to build out into the space next to it, which okay. I believe is the gnarly barley space. I thought it was like a or not frame or tap and grind, or something. Tap, uh, oh really? Remember, tap and grind has been sitting on a spot there for over a year. I didn't uh, know that. And they just haven't opened it. But I guess they're playing paying the lease. Interesting. Just sitting on it, waiting for the right time to open a new location. Uh, these guys were trying to get a space next to it. I don't believe it was the same space. It might have been uh, to expand it, but it just wasn't moving along fast enough. They thought if they needed to, in order to compete. With everybody they around get there. Bigger? They needed to get bigger. Okay. And they just couldn't find the right spot there in Mills. Uh, so they were just, let's just pull out for now. We won't hemorrhage any money. We're at the top of our game. We'll just wait until we find another space and I hope potentially they do. do it again. I hope they do. I do too. And I he doesn't want to sell the business. But, he, he, you know, if somebody out there wants to open it, he said he would sell it. Uh, um, when's he, his last day? When they, when they close in? September? End of September. Okay. So you got a little time. Mm-hmm. Go check them out. Mids- Go say bye. Mid-September, there's going to be a big uh, shindig. Cool. Big, huge party. Two-day party, I think he was saying. He was looking at renting the Orange Studio right next door. Oh, that's awesome. Hulu and then putting Lima's games warehouse. in there and stuff. Yeah, just they did that it. before. I think it's great. No, they did it at Factor. They did a whole thing at Factor. Never mind. On that warehouse right next yeah, door. Yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah. sure. All right. All right. How much time we got? Keep talking. We're doing all right. Uh, the city just issued a report, as they are prone to do, John, uh, about the Curry Ford... Mm-hmm. Safety, rep- whatever, hollow blue. I'm eating while I'm listening. Yeah, that's good. Okay, all right. Keep eating. We're, we're here at uh, Market on South, right next to the Orlando Executive Airport. <laughs> so you might hear some jets go over every now and then. All those rich people going to the Bahamas. That's true. I actually went there. I went on a flight with Jim Hobart from a big Speaking of rich studios. people, <laughs> Brendan O'Connor, editor-in-chief, <laughs> bungalower.com. Rich has never. I've never known a poor editor. <laughs> you haven't met any then. <laughs> well, we flew off from there. It's cool. It's a great space. When we were flying off, they said, look out for, look out over this spec. There's gators and turtles on the runway. Gators really? and turtles on the runway. So we, we couldn't use this one runway. I thought that was funny. Um, so anyway, just up the street from here, Curry Ford, there was a road diet oh, yeah. uh, test, as some people might remember. I believe it was November, right? Or April. Mm. April. 
month long. They were just going to test the effects. They being Smart Growth America gave a grant to the city. They said, let's see what happens when we do all of these improvements on this block. Yeah. And we'll just record everything. Uh they did it. Everybody hated it. <laughs> like, I've never seen so many oh, negative yeah. comments. They hated at, it. At least on our comment section. But the organizers loved it. Organizers they said it was a success. Well, the Smart Growth America were like, well, Orlando hates cyclists, and they just want to stay dangerous for everybody uh-huh. unless you're in a car. Like That was literally what they wrote in their report. But I heard something on the radio where somebody interviewed said something like Billy Hathaway. Less people yeah. or more people were out of their cars, less people were more people were walking, yeah, all that's this a stretch. Stuff. That's a stretch, John. So I've seen the you <laughs> I can saw see the numbers. They weren't that much. It was like increased from hundred and twenty cyclists to hundred and twenty eight cyclists or right. something. And you know why? Because they had an event where they had brought out cyclists yeah. and yeah. then that counted. That they had a yeah. day where a group of cyclists came out, counted them as part of the census. <laughs> that doesn't that's, no, doesn't, that doesn't fly with me. But it counted for them. Um, and smart. You know, They also had like a, a walk parade thing. People came and walked over to the Winn-Dixie and they had a little festival. So that counted too because they had more pedestrians. Wow. Uh, I wanted to see, I want to see when those people were counted. Uh-huh. When did they bike by? When did you see them? And I'm then, not against them changing that road. I don't live over there I'm though. Not, right. So... I don't um, really have a dog in the fight. <laughs> I don't either. But I go through there. I do regularly, you know, yeah. when I'm driving around looking in people's windows. Well, I mean, keep going. Were you going to say something else about that? Uh, yeah. So they, that initial report released by Smart Growth was scathing. It was catty. <laughs> it was opinionated and clearly biased. Uh-huh. And they were not happy with, Bungalow, with uh, Orlando. So I... You know, of course, shared the heck out of that. So, wait, how do you get mad at a city for just reacting to what they would uh, normally do? I mean, if that's the reaction, that's the reaction. You can't get mad at the residents. No, that's for elitist. It. That's oh, elitist. it totally is. You got to listen. They should be listening the way it was done, right? And and consistently, I keep hearing people saying it was not done correctly. I I think they're saying that because they don't understand what the purpose of the study was. And the purpose of the study was to do something really extreme and then see the effects, mm-hmm. which is what happened. So so in reality, it was done effectively because they, they yeah. got that. I just don't think you can get mad at people's natural reaction. That's no. their reaction. But what were you expect If you wanted them to be happy about it, <laughs> right. then you shouldn't have done the study. You should have just said, oh, this is what we're going to do. And then the city now is saying they finally released their report. And then theirs, they're saying it was the bee's knees. <laughs> Everything's great. Uh, and as a, they said, speeding was down by 53%. Yeah, because you were in a traffic jam. Because you were in a traffic <laughs> Right? That's crazy. <laughs> uh, the average speed went down by 5%, which that's what they wanted to do, reduce the speed. Once again, uh, you close the road <laughs> totally, it's going to be by 100%. And there was a 50% increase in bikes and pedestrians. Really? Yes. All which right. that I kind of believe because I did see a lot more people biking because they wanted, there were like cyclists coming from neighborhoods around there. Yeah. I want to see what this is. And they biked on the sidewalks until they got there and then got on the trail. Uh-huh. Uh, so we'll see what happens because... This is funny. This a lot of people shared the study, the results of the study, but they didn't ask the city. So now what? Mm-hmm. Right. So I asked now what, and the answer is they're going to do a study just like they're doing. They're doing another study. Oh uh, wait, are they doing a study of the study? Yes, incorporating these studies into another study, 
where they're going to potentially make it a two lane, three lane. They're going to reduce. They are going to reduce that street. They are just not as extreme as it was. Well, there's four lanes there, right? I, five, I think. Oh, so there's a center lane. Yes. Okay. So it's going to get changed somehow. They don't know how they're looking to launch that in November. They have a community meeting, which is, I believe, in August. You can look that up on our site uh, to see when you can come in and make your voice heard, whether you like it or you don't like it. And they, uh, it's going to go on a road diet, like what they did with Edgewater and what they're planning to do with Robinson, what they're planning to do in these other parts what around town. Edgewater, do you have any idea what Edgewater looked like before they changed it? Because, like, Edgewater, if you look at it, like, the, the businesses are right up on the road. Like, like if you're on Curry Ford, those businesses aren't right up on the road. No, but they took out that. They took out the bike. The bike lane was added. Okay. Right, for that stretch, that's and okay. The, the parking is like on. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Okay. That was all added, so that was like a traffic lane. Before. That makes sense. All so right. that's what they're pro- potentially going to be doing here, which brings me. I don't. How are we doing? We're good. Okay. To what would have been a really boring story about the Eola. It's called like Eola Center. Yeah, because they're going to do this to Robinson, right? Right, and so the only which reason I think they need to do it to Robinson. Been, Robinson's dangerous. It's already a tight. It's, it's narrow, hard to cross Robinson. Narrow lanes already, right? So people are and people are driving too fast already because it's narrow yeah. lanes. And then all those and it's longer blocks. There's no crosswalks. There's no crosswalks. And that's one of the busiest. It's the busiest park. This is right Atlanta. by Lake, e- Lake Eola. Right Robinson's Lake Eola. the the main street that sort of comes out of on the north side. Yeah. of Lake Eola, and that's you know higher, ritzier, and uh, homes. Yeah, because Lake Eola, Hi- Lake Eola Heights historic district. I used to live right there, and to cross that is dangerous. It is dangerous. So, when we were looking at the plans for this Lake Eola Center or Eola City Center whatever it's called. It's like an office tower. This is where, is it not new, right? It's where no. the Fifth Thirds building is. Yeah, yeah. Right next know. to, right, right across right from the, the view. It's right on the corner of uh, Orange and, yeah, right across from the view. Magnolia and Kitty corner from that gym. Yeah. Downtown gym. Yeah. The Fifth Third Bank. So they're right going to redo the whole outside, blah, blah, blah. New plants. Whatever. Cute. Okay. And we share that because we write about architecture and what yeah. they're doing to to buildings but when you look at it there's a view of what of robinson and you can see where they've applied the a complete streets thing and it's like two lanes there's a bike pedestrian pathway so like a huge sidewalk that's going to go right down by lake eola and then an on-street bike pathway green two ways right on-street parking so that would potentially that makes it a two-laner I don't have any problem with that right there. I think it's dangerous right there. There's so many people that use Lake Yola Park, and they walk there, and they park in the neighborhoods, and they try to get across. I don't have any problem with that. This is something that we knew was going to happen since the Project DTO had happened. People had called for that. Uh, But this is the first time where we've actually seen semi-plans hinted at publicly that it's really going to happen. When are they supposed to do the Lake Yola Center thing? Like soon. This year. It'll happen this year. All right. All that revamp. All right, Brendan, we got to take a break. All right, good. All right, we'll see you in a minute. Welcome back to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the bus, John Busdecker. And this is Brendan O'Connor, the editor of Bungalore.com. And we are hanging out at Market on South, on South Street, in Orlando. 
basically in the armpit of the executive airport. <laughs> yeah, you might hear some planes go overhead, mm-hmm. which is fine. I like that. I do too. Urban. Yeah. But yeah, we're hanging out here. I just had a, a TLT, which is a tempeh lettuce tomato sandwich. I was going to say, I, I know that. I know their music. TLT. <laughs> Left Eye right. Lopez. Right. She, God rest her soul. Yeah. TLT. Yeah. Pour one out. <laughs> uh, I had that and some collard greens, and it was delicious. All right. I love it. Here. A, it's good food. If you if you have never had like vegetarian or vegan food, and you're like, oh, it's not going to be good. Come here and try it. It's so good. They have Nanaimo bars here. I don't even know what that it's is. It's like a Canadian dessert delicacy. Ah, it's uh, I don't even know how to explain it. But is it's that like from chocolate and Valkyrie? Uh, yeah, yeah. From Celine Devoisin. <laughs> There's a bunch of people that work. They have a bunch of different shops here at Market on South. Dixie Dharma's one. They do a lot of the food. Valkyrie does the sweets, and there's some other shops. There's here lots too. of parking. If you get worried when you drive by on South, and you're like, "Oh, the parking's gone." There's a whole lot behind. Just go them. behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what yeah. she said. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we were here at Market on South. I had dinner. It was delicious. We were talking all things downtown Orlando and the surrounding neighborhoods, which you can read about on bungalower.com. Please do, because I'm not going to remember everything. So That's you get right. All the facts. Plus, get some hits to that bungalower.com. Brady needs hits. to make some money. Hits. Click it. That's Look at right. stamp it. While you're at it, go to Orlando 60 and watch my stuff. What's that? What are you filming this month? This week? Yeah. I don't know. I have there's I'm on the fence. I can't say. Orlando 60 is this new documentary series that John's doing, and it's 60-second documentary. We all have short attention spans. <laughs> yeah, what? What'd you say? I, exactly. <laughs> I don't have time to shoot anything longer. Nope. So that's why I do 60 seconds. I think it's great format. Thank you. They're killing it. Thank you. Last one I did was about a uh, man who put a Tyrannosaurus Rex head on his Jeep. And his name's John Hammond. It sure is. Just like the dude who owned Jurassic Park at Jurassic Park. And he owns a fossil and gem shop in Orlando. So take that. <laughs> it's Manifest Destiny. Yeah. So yep. go check that out. It's on Facebook. It's on, I have a website, Orlando60.com. I think check you it got out. to do the. Uh, we got to do the taxidermy story this weekend. Maybe. I don't know yet. I don't know yet. What are you afraid of? Yeah, I just did a, a, an animal thing. Uh, I got another one. All right. I'll give you a hint. What is it? Murder shirts. <gasps> That's all I can say. All right. Murder shirts. <laughs> That's what they called me in high school. Murder shirts? No, I don't know. <laughs> What's happening? I won't say what they called me what in high school. What is happening in Orlando? Uh, all right. There's a Kickstarter alert I got for you. Every once in a while, we like to tell you about these Kickstarters. I don't, I don't think I saw this. Uh, it's Cassie Alexandra. She's okay. a photojournalist. She's been printed in everybody's, like all the newspapers, all the journals. Everybody likes this girl. Okay. She came down to Orlando. She was from Orlando originally, but now she lives in like L.A. and New York. Uh, she came back here after Pulse. Because she's queer, she's a lesbian, and she uh, used to hang out at Pulse. So she came down because she knew some of the people involved. And she did a photo series that I think ran, at least ran for NPR. I can't remember where it ran. But it was maybe the New Yorker or something. I'm in it. She actually took photos of me and Scotty. Okay. Very artistic photos Ah. on the floor. Wow. I need to see these. (laughs) I don't think I've ever seen them. It's pretty good. Uh, She asked me because I had just been... I wrote that letter to Obama that was published in the Sentinel, and then I was on CNN yelling about Obama. No, I need to read that. Everybody thought I was racist because I got mad at Obama. Ah. I got the worst hate mail. Really? Yeah, yeah. Never questioned a city president. <laughs> That's well, a life lesson. Publicly, <laughs> I think now you probably no, could. just don't do it. All I'm not right. I'm never going to do it again. All right. That was that was hard. But she, so she found me and she did a photo 
thing with me and Scotty. Uh, and she's doing a Kickstarter. It's called We Are Family. You can see the posts on Bungalore. Uh, just beautiful photos of people who are involved, people who, politicians, people who wrote about it, survivors, families, uh, pretty touching. Okay. Yeah. What so does she want to do with the Kickstarter money? She wants to do a coffee table book. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Get, get all the photos out there and people can see How it. much does she need? She needs a few thousand dollars. Oh, all right. Yeah. I want, well, like, right. like 10,000. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see. I, I actually can't remember the deadline, but I feel like this weekend is good. Have you ever given to a Kickstarter? Oh, yeah. I never have. Ever, ever? No. I used to, like, shop for things. Why? Like, things that what, I really what, wanted. What? So, wait. Why do you do that? Is it because you want to get in on, like, some sort of early prize, or you just believe in the cause, whatever you're donating okay, to? Okay. So, Kickstarter is supposed to be about the cause, right? Yeah. Supporting the cause. When I was really into Kickstarter, it was because I wanted early access to stuff that nobody else had. Like what? Like can you remember? Like a collapsible grappling hook. Did you get it? It looks like a business card, and you can put it in your wallet. Do you still have it? I still have it. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And I've used it to take down dead limbs from a tree in my backyard. How how much did you donate to that? Uh, Like twenty bucks. Okay. Yeah, or um, the orp on my bike. My it's a bike light. Yes. That is rechargeable with your USB port. Uh, it also operates as a bike horn. Okay. So there's two different settings of bike horns, three settings on your light. That was $50. You could have um, just bought a light and a horn probably for that. But go ahead. Well, this is cool. It's rechargeable. <laughs> it's, it's sleek, you know. Yeah. And I was one of the – I helped them launch, and now they're all over the place. Okay. And I like that. I like that. You feel good about it. Yeah. I'm not a rich guy, but like my, but by giving what I could – uh, I was part of like a movement. And now this business is doing super well. But what if it doesn't come to pass and you donate your fifty dollars? Uh, you get your money back. Really? Well, well generally, there there are like some that their like Kickstarter campaigns don't get if they don't meet their target, they don't get the money. That's right. So All that's right. the first you know hoop they have to get. I through. just feel like I can be patient enough for it to come to market. <laughs> it just you wait. Could. I did got one. There was a wall mounted beer pong game <laughs> and i definitely gave them like 40 dollars, and i yeah. never should have so well there was dumb. a running joke on tom and dan where i think dan donated some some dumb amount of money to the the cooler that also was a speaker oh yeah and it took them for like three years for it to come to market yeah, yeah. and they finally did it i think they finally got it but i would joke with them about it like hey did you get that speaker yet <laughs> there's one that was like uh yeah, it's got everything in it. Yeah, I think it's that cooler. There's some some take a long time, but they have to if they if it's they don't have a pilot piece or maybe they in that mass production they hit a big. Bump. I guess they don't want anything that bad. No, no. Well, that's good. You're gonna live a happy life. All right. That's why you smile so much. True. Yeah. I just don't want to give strangers my money. I'm like that's why I'm always gonna be poor because <laughs> there's like a hole in my pocket uh, and avocado toast and avocado toast well, that's, why us, house. that's why us millennials are poor it's <laughs> all we eat all day i can't follow that there's this instagram called i think it's actually called avocado toast it's about why you know millennials you know, people <laughs> people around them just can't afford homes yeah yeah uh speaking of millennials <laughs> tijuana flats t flats t flats what about it they're uh they have a cheeseburger taco I would eat that. Would you? I would try it. They're launching it at the end of the month. It's going to run through September. So is it more cheeseburger or more taco? More taco, but it's like a cheeseburger in the shell with like 
lettuce, tomato. So it's and, just and, so wait, it's just a taco without taco seasoning I think I and can. cheddar cheese or American cheese and yes. ketchup and mustard. You know who I had to this already was a uh, tin and taco. Really? Yeah, they already did like a cheeseburger taco, ah. and it's amazing. Okay, like, so I. I, I, my heart goes to them. But we wrote about it. If you want to see a picture of it, you can see it. It's also I would on try our Instagram. It. I'll try anything, I guess. Yeah, you will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cheeseburger Tower. Wait, when's this available? End of the month. All T-Flats? August 1st through the end of September. What do you think of T-Flats? What's, T-flats. Your, what's, your, what's your take on T-Flats, The chips Brendan? make my mouth feel weird. Really? Yeah, I guess it's like the oil they use. Interesting. I don't like it. And I don't like their tortilla shells. Oh. I like, I, I mean, I don't love T Flats, but like I'll go there and get a taco every now like and then. They like taco bowls, right? They do. Yeah, they like the taco I bowls. mean, if it's between Taco Bell and T Flats, I'll go to T Flats. I guess we're in, we're in a, we've talked about this every week, man. We have to talk about tacos, but they, if you're going to do tacos, it's got to be special. Yeah, but you don't go to T Flats to get a special taco. You go to T Flats because you're hungry and it's 8 o'clock and you want to get home by 8.15. I don't think we, who does that anymore? I, I do sometimes. You do? Sometimes. Well, I'm like, oh, I don't want to. There's wanna... so many options of, like, really good yeah, food but that you can you get quick. Want something quick. You can get quick. At, like, you can get quick food at cool local spots. Yeah, I guess. But sometimes you want, like, a big taco. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's true. Yeah. You, know, you know what is amazing, though? I mean, street tacos are great, but they're tiny. You eat them in two bites and you're done. That's true. That is true. And, you're, and it's, like, $4. Yeah, yeah, which is great. Once again, sometimes you're like, oh, this is what I want. And then sometimes you're like, I just want to. Big taco. Big taco. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Stasio's Deli. That's where you need to go. I haven't been yet. I hear good things. It's a new Italian deli in the Milk District just up the street. Uh, I've been twice. Oh. They open Monday. Uh, Janessa Gursky, who works with us, she's our strategic uh, campaign strategist. Sorry. Yeah. She's been there every day. Oh, wow. Yeah, she's because it's very New York. All the New Yorkers, all the Italians, everybody who, like, who would know if this is a good spot addicted what's so hard about making a good sandwich scott they make bread that morning that's great i don't understand why there's not more pursuit prosciutto pursuits there's no reason there should be more of those places in central florida i think after people see how well this is gonna do yeah it's been packed every day it's well it's new to be fair no this is different the energy is different okay i can tell i can tell i've been doing this for long enough with you know every business that opens in okay. town, I can tell you these guys have got it. They're they're going to be open a long time. They used to run Italian restaurants all over the place. Okay, like so they they know it. It's a family run business. There's like three generations of people in there doing stuff. Good talking to people, making sure they're happy. Like I don't understand when I go to restaurants that are bad. I'm like, how are you guys so bad at this? Like, how do you make food that bad? <laughs> and how do you just treat people so bad? <laughs> why are and, they? And why are you and still a business? Close. And then they close. They well, no, eventually exactly. close. But but like at some point they have to think like, oh, this is gonna make it. Yeah. But then you just do everything so poorly. <laughs> Name one. I I wouldn't do that. Name one right I'm now. not. I can't. I can't. Name, name one. You would I make would, me. You would ask me. That. I would ask you, but I wouldn't do it. I'm not gonna call out some restaurant time. that I think is what? poorly if operated. Being, if being, why? Because I'm not gonna. That's do what that. Yelp's for. I know. <laughs> but like, I've been to places where I'm just like, how are you this bad at? Like, if I were to run your restaurant, I know I could do it better. I'll call out. <laughs> I'm not afraid. No, I'm afraid. I'll I don't want anyone else. We don't need hate mail. No, I right hate now. Hate mail. Uh, we're on a good streak of not getting hate. Go there and ask for. They have this panini, that was like, it's like it's almost on like a, I don't even know how to. What's in it? it? Mozzarella. How yeah. do you say mozzarella but Italian? Mozzarella. 
in <laughs> <laughs> uh, like tomato and basil on like this new awesome bread. I think there's a little bit of olive oil. That's it. Simple, but man, man, and it's like a happy full. Okay, like, you're not like weighed down. You're just like, where's it at exactly? I sustained myself. Robinson and Bumby. Okay, and it was like a Christian Robinson Science building. Yeah, no. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Across from Hoods oh, Up. Oh, okay. All right. And the back is going to be a new brewery, oh, which cool. we've talked about before. Cool, cool. Uh, but this, this is the front part of it. Giovanni, my boyfriend. Giovanni. Giovanni. He's the <laughs> owner of National Real Estate who redeveloped the space. He's also the developer behind Hourglass. Uh, is the one who set all this up. So shout out, Giovanni. Great. You're my future ex-husband. <laughs> Apologize to your wife. <laughs> Um, remember talking about that Chinese bike share system? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Ofo. Ofo. Well, close enough. And actually, if you put the O, the F, and the O together, it looks like a little Don't person on a bike. Word. No. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a person on a bike. Ah. Ofo. Ofo. Uh, everybody was excited because they were going to be offering dollar bike rentals. One dollar bike rentals. Uh, they're not coming here. Not happening. No. <laughs> Turns out nobody in the States wanted to use it. Really? Yeah. So they're scaling back dramatically. They they had launched across the states. They're going to open up in Orlando, and they're like, nope, this isn't working. They're pulling back to like two markets. I believe it's like Seattle and uh, somewhere in California. Okay. And uh, they're staying there. I'm sure the Juice Bikes out. folks are happy about that. Juice Bikes homegrown, uh, very happy about it. Good. Yeah, they can continue to charge eight dollars an hour. I haven't been on a Juice Bike in a while, but I have my own bike, so. Yeah, you got my code too. For I juice. do. Why aren't I do. you using it? I'm not downtown like I used to be as much. Ooh. Yeah. Bourbon it up. Yeah. Well, I have my own bike too. So if I go biking, I leave for my house. Now you're bragging again. <laughs> what else am I talking? What's this? Fuel. Fuel Orlando. Like like gasoline? You want to talk about gas prices? Yeah, kinda. No, it's this. Uh, what are they specialize? It's beer. It's a bar. It's the back half of Frosty's Christmas time. Lounge. Okay has separated like north from south korea <laughs> which is which i who can say but fuel is in the back is there a separate entrance to this or not yeah there was like a foyer which now you go through the foyer okay and, and then frosty's has its own front entrance now okay mm-hmm. and this this is like you said in the back of frosty's christmas time lounge. which is like christmas all it was the always time kind of kind of kind of like the basement back there. Yeah, it is and it's still a little basement-y and they have like posters, like old, old gig posters. Uh, we paste it up onto the wall. Did they just have a bunch of crap in a, <laughs> in a storage shed? And they're like, let's make a, a rock and roll bar. I don't know. You can say the C word and I can't. You can't. Why? You can say the My C word. List, but I thought we couldn't say it. Says who? I don't know. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so this, this place is open. They got They're having a grand opening this Saturday and dollar drinks. Oh. Like all day. Oh, you can't beat that. No, dollar drinks, dollar well, It mimosas. could be the 50 cent drinks, but <laughs> dollar drinks <laughs> Who's are going to do too? that. <laughs> uh, and they also have a menu of grinders and tater tots. Ah. Like a million different, not a million, but a lot of different types of tater tots. Do you want me to give you the next food trend right now? Yeah. And, and somebody's going to steal this. I'm going to be both angry about it. But happy about it if somebody opens a restaurant to this to this kind of food. What is it? I haven't seen this done anywhere else. You ready? Yes. Specialty meatloafs. <laughs> uh, that feels like the meatball. Gourmet <laughs> meatloaf. Think about it. Because you could have like a vegan loaf. 
Well, you could have like a, a paleo a, loaf, like an Asian loaf, like yeah. a, like kimchi on top of it. You could have all kinds of different, and then like artisan mashed potatoes, totally to go with. But them. they're like mini loaves, though. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Like they're all cooked in like their own little pan. Totally, meatloaf restaurant. Why don't we have like a meatloaf festival? I would love a meatloaf festival. <laughs> when I see meatloaf on a on a restaurant menu, yeah. I order it every time. What kind of music would you play? Uh, jazz, because I like jazz. Oh, it's a trick question. Meatloaf. You're gonna oh, like, all right. I would still play jazz. What's wrong, What's wrong right. with you? I said that right up. I said that right up. What's wrong with you? That's a good call. But yeah, yeah uh, Meatloaf Restaurant. Somebody, you can steal that. I won't be too upset. I'm going to do it. And you can't stop If me. you actually do it, I'll be your first customer. <laughs> uh, Ivanhoe Village got a new director. I saw that. This one actually feels pretty good. She was from somewhere else, right? Yeah, or Juliet did- Ricci. Did something uh, cool. She was the director of the Mount Dora Museum of Art. That's right. Museum the of modern. Art Mount Dora. Have you ever been there? Uh, no, but I used to it's write cool about in it a there. lot when I worked for Elena Weekly. It's pretty cool in there. Yeah, they have great exhibits, and yeah. I feel like that was her doing yeah. that. Uh, she also has a background in development, which is, I actually think she's the first director of Ivanhoe Village to actually have a background in development who can actually write grants. That's good. Yeah, Scotty did it, right? Scotty was actually the director for a little bit, but... Uh, and his is his background is more like marketing community involvement. So, yeah. Uh, power to you, Miss Miss Ricci. I hope you kill it. I hope she does too. Yeah. Uh, how are we doing? We got. Time. We're good. Okay. Snap. Snap space. <laughs> <laughs> okay, they're uh, they've announced that they're gonna have a new. I'm doing sound effects now <laughs> as your as your radio guy. I. <laughs> Get the coconuts. That's a horse going by. <laughs> These aren't really planes. We're just really good at sound effects. Uh, they're doing an augmented reality festival. Oh, I saw this. And from what I and I've known about this for a little bit, and I promised them I wouldn't talk about it until they were ready, because I take bribes. <laughs> they, uh, it's called City Unseen, and you'll be able to go around with like your phone. And like find things. Ooh, like, like a really Pokemon there. thing. Yeah, but for art. Okay. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what that looks so, like. So I think I think not part Pokemon. Of, <laughs> no, but art. <laughs> uh, I don't really know what the exhibits are. I know one of them might involve uh, the Mark Gamaling melty face mural that went away. Yeah. A couple weeks ago. Uh, but we'll. I'm very excited. That should be in October. October fifth. Cool. Mm-hmm. Which is dangerously close to it's my birthday. You're right. City you're Arts right, Brendan. Oh, oh, oh. No, I thought you were going with my immersed. birthday on that one. Nobody cares about your birthday. <laughs> How old are you going to be? 36. Wow. Yeah, I'm old. Me too. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, man. 82. Yeah? You're an 82, baby. Uh-huh. Now I feel weird because you're making more money than I <laughs> You don't know that. It's a glass ceiling here. That's gays. That's us true. Gays can't make more That's money. That's it. That's what it is. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> Happy birthday, John. <laughs> Um, let's go on to Your events. boss is wealthy. <laughs> uh-huh. That's not, that does not trickle down. There's no trickle down economics there. I'll tell you about a secret project we're working on, though. Okay. Bring us some money. Uh, Bluebird Bake Shop is celebrating their eighth anniversary this Saturday. They have good hot cocoa there. That's it. <laughs> that's, all, that's the story I got. <laughs> what else do they have? They have I don't know. I know they have good hot cocoa. I did something on hot cocoa there one time. They have a cowboy cookie. Which yeah, is like just real like good nuts and nuts and uh, <laughs> keep saying nuts, <laughs> chocolate, nuts chocolate. and chocolate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that you could you saw my face and you couldn't stop saying uh-huh. it. Yeah, all right. 
Uh, I think they're strawberry cupcakes. I like strawberry cupcakes. Yeah. All their cupcakes are going to be two bucks. Well, that's good. On Saturday. Yeah, because I think traditionally they're like So you get $2 bucks. cupcakes, they earn dollar drinks over at uh, Fuel. Yeah. You better be ri- ride your bike that day. Or a lot of sugar. taking a juice bike. Take it. <laughs> Do it. We'll get you We'll get you a little code. Uh, that's happening 7 a.m. to 5 p.m. Okay. And they're right across from East End Market in Audubon Park. I love Audubon Park. Bourbon and Bacon Festival. At the World of Beer downtown. Wow. 10.30 a.m. How much bourbon and bacon can you really eat, though, and drink? A Let's lot? Want to find out? Nah, maybe. I dare you. You want to <laughs> go with me? I don't know. Well, I got to do some stuff Saturday morning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Making babies. <laughs> I get it. Oh, take a drink. It's another plane. Yeah, there's a... Every time... A bomber. It looks like a <laughs> some sort of military plane. Joe Kittinger. <laughs> living his living his best life. The Peruvian Independence Day Festival is happening at the Orlando Museum of Art at 1.30. That goes to 3 p.m. Dancers, music, funky costumes. Sounds fun. Regalia, I should say, not costumes. Uh, the Sip Shop and Stroll is happening in College Park along Edgewater. It's Ooh. 20 bucks. Oh, I'll just, I'll just walk and drink for <laughs> no dollars. I could have got you in for free. Instead, I got Jenny, Miss Jenny Jewett. That's fine. She's She'll appreciate going, it more. Tourist. She's not drinking right now, so she's just going and looking at people. We'll see how good that is. Okay. 5 to 9 p.m. What are they doing? Uh, drinks and shopping. It's like it's like a shopping. All right. Sidewalk sale. Yeah, maybe I'll swing by. Cocktails. You should. You can't stop me from going in, right? No. Okay. You could just be going. All right. And, and I'll just bring my own drink. Shut them up. Yeah. Bring your little traveler. Sweet. Bring your corksicle. Nobody will know. You get a corksicle with your $20 payment. Ah, okay. And it keeps your drink cold the whole time. Well, if you drink them fast enough, you don't have to worry about that. Right. You know that, right? <laughs> well, it's called sip, oh. not chug. Oh, I'm I'll wait for the chug right. and stroll. Chug and Doug. <laughs> They'll thing. do that in Ivanhoe, maybe. Uh, Janelle Monet's at the Amway Saturday night. So who's that? Don't. There's gonna be a lot of lesbians around. Who's Janelle Monet? Yeah, she's an amazing artist. Like I'll, a send, I'll send you some YouTube's. Yeah, she's a singer. Okay. She's uh, dating the Valkyrie from that new Thor movie. You know. I Man, am you got to see some great I know, videos. I know. Pink. 36. She just released this great sh- uh, song called Pink, and it's like, and she's wearing giant vagina pants. Okay. Yeah, you'll love it. Giant taco pants. Uh, <laughs> art After Dark. That's a City Arts Factory event, 7 to 10 p.m. Tons of art. It's schmoozing. Uh, young professionals. Great art. Great drinks. Check that out. We have a few people there. Sarah Belandi from So Damn Local is going to be there for us. And then there's a Bizarre Botanica Sunday, 11 to 4 p.m. in Thornton Park. It's like a bunch of weird stuff. Uh, okay. It's like a weird market. We got we to gotta wrap it up. All right. Bye. Thank you so much, Market on South, for hosting us. Whoop, we whoop. should say goodbye to Pat Green, who is in Costa Rica now. Already. Already. Left already. today. Costa Rica. Hope you're having a great time. Wrap it up. See you guys next week. Not the show, but like, you know, wrap it up.